Welcome to Compost Heap. This is a podcast where we talk about eco-villages and like what constitutes uh, life in an economy village. Uh, this episode is going to be about what our dream is about an eco-village, what we see in it, and what, you know, I think many other people we know do. And also about why uh, society is such a naughty little boy and why we're not super excited about engaging with it. My name is Still Rhodes. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Shosh. You try to go cute there? I don't know. Are you trying to go cute there? Because I feel like I kind of went cute with my voice, too. I don't know what you know. <laughs> You're trying to be cute. Mm. You little fucking... <laughs> <laughs> little piece of... Li- you little dirty little raccoon. You're a shit little... You're a little shit-covered raccoon. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? What? Um, just imagine, like, pooping in a pit toilet. Okay. Right? And under inside of the pit toilet, you keep on hearing ru- little rustling around. Okay. And there's actually a raccoon totally coated, totally covered in shit, <laughs> head to toe, like with wet poop. Uh-huh. And it like reaches up and like just touches your butt with its little tiny poop hand. <laughs> that wouldn't be great, you know? No, that would be fucking... It's compost heat. That's compost heat adjacent. <laughs> like it's just a little wet, little shack, shit covered raccoon shivering and it's like trying to get out and it just touches your butt. <laughs> How'd it get down there? What? Are you, oh my God. I want to help you so much, but I don't want to I'm not going to you. touch your body's all poop, dude. I don't know what to do. Can I make you like a tiny little ladder that I lower down? <laughs> I really the hope I don't to touch your poopy body. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Um, well, this episode's based on um, what an ideal eco-village looks like to me and you and, and, and everyone who's engaged in this collective dream with us. You know, close your eyes, engage with the collective dream, engage with the hive, right? Oof. <laughs> engage your brain with the collective dream of the hive. I don't like that. You don't have to like it. You just have to engage. Oh, yeah? Um, yes. Um, and this episode's based on that collective dream, right? Yeah, dude. And everyone's dream is a little different, but it's engaged in the collective. It's engaged in the hive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you and I have talked for many hours about this with our close friends and many hours about this with maybe 100, 200 random other random people. Random people right? who just also are super into it. Yeah. Usually, we're yeah, how, many people, how many people do you meet that are just like tight and cool and you're like, wow, meeting this person is fun and exciting. And then like... You're like, somehow it comes up, what are you thinking about the future? Boom, what is it? What do they talk about? They talk about how they want to, like, live on a farm with their friends that they love and, like, learn how to be self-sufficient and ecologically not use the grid and shit. And that's when they, that's when they've connected their mind honey to the hive. Their mind honey. Um, Okay. In the, the hive, the dream of the hive... Right, the hive. Uh huh. And um, you know, so I think you and I, you know, I'm not going to say more than anyone else, but I think you and I have talked about this hey ha bunch with a bunch of people. So we've mm-hmm. got a, a pretty solid idea of what the dream is, what the dream of the hive is. Yeah, like usually what people want 
can differ a little bit, but there's like some pretty core things that a lot of people I feel like want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like some people are like, I want to live in a community because I like the idea of like there just being a lot going on around me. And other people are like, I don't like the way that society is. And I want to live somewhere where people are more responsible and not making everything worse. Yeah, I think there's a lot of negatives about the way that especially young people are feeling trapped in their own lives that kind of also have a positive flip side that like you and I certainly feel like uh, an eco village addresses um, pretty damn well. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's also something like achievable. It's something we can do. Whereas a lot of society's problems are so big that as individuals, I think we feel powerless to do anything about them. Yeah. And I think sometimes that is like a paralyzing or sometimes you like spend a lot of time fixing uh, something and kind of feel like then you kind of zoom out and you're like, oh shit, I didn't do anything. Right. Yeah. And that's not to say that people like who get involved with, you know, volunteering or doing mutual aid or something like that are not helping because they super are, you know, devoting your life to a specific cause is fucking noble and it definitely helps but i think a lot of people don't have that kind of time or they're they're not doing that but they still feel like they want to do something they want yeah they want their life to be we we fuck with that shit yeah um (laughs) i just yeah like uh you know a metaphor that i love that that was that was you know pulled i pulled from the honey you know Straight out of the honey, the, baby. The, the hive. Sticky when you pulled it out. Um, that's true. Um, is that, like, often working on uh, creating a more positive society and, like, the more engaged and more educated you get about the things that you are trying to change is it really uh, continues to you know, reveal f- more and more floors and mechanisms that are deeply rotten and have been for hundreds and hundreds of years. Mm. And like society is kind of this giant hulking, um, machine of destruction that, or like, that's how it feels to people with the same leanings that you and I have, right. Where it's like destroying everything in its path, the environment, people's livelihoods, like your financial future, like people's actual literal like, lives. <laughs> people actual little lives like anyone disadvantaged or anyone who is pushed down upon by the system like can feel that pressure all the time and uh like this machine of horror is constantly battling through and like sometimes trying to fix individual things feels like like because of how rotten it has been and how long it's been like that it feels like you're kind of like screwing a single screw into this giant hulking machine that's screwing everything like well some pieces aren't falling off now which is like incredibly good and like you can see the impact of but you're still seeing this is connected to this horrifying machine and i think what are uh, a little bit of like what our dream is is to like kind of step away from the machine and be like wow that's really bad like still want to work on fixing that but like let me garden here with people i love and kind of try to not be involved with that if i can yeah like if i need a machine maybe i'll make one that doesn't use human blood as it's yeah fuel. doesn't use human blood and just like harvest every person in its way yeah, I mean, and that's even best case scenario. I feel like a lot of people are just feel like they just see the machine and they're like, it's whack. And then they talk about how whack it is. But then they're like, man, all I do is talk about it. Like, 
mm-hmm. that doesn't even do shit which feels even less like more disempowering to be honest yeah not that we're doing anything besides talking about ecovillages <laughs> Right. Shut the fuck up. Right now. But <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. We're trying you can't, to... You <laughs> never say that. <laughs> we're... You know, we're... It's a step. It's... We have a plan. A lot of... A lot of young people feel like there's no... Uh, way that they can get their financial feet on the ground. And, like, are just gonna have to work... Until they are dead. Right. Or until the climate is destroyed and everything explodes. And we, we all fucking Yeah, no, we burn. will also talk about that. That's also a, th- that's also a thing, yeah. for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, like, there's this, there's this, there's this uh, nihilism about the way that young people see their own future in our system and see, like, rents rising for... 40 years and wages being stagnant for 40 years and these things like meaning that the only way I could possibly live is being able to scrape by and being able to not feel like my home is actually something that I own or is my home yeah, or is making and like me nothing, feel safe nothing I do actually matters or makes the world better or makes my life even better like I'm just fucking going through the motions and there's no point and maybe I hang out with my friends booms. sometimes, but like maybe sometimes I'm too fucked up by the weight of the system to even hang out with my friends. I get home from work and I'm yeah. just like, <sighs> and I just try not to think about it most of the time, but it's, that doesn't make it go away. Like it's still there subconsciously weighing on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that lack of a future, I think that's something that like, you know, is I think all those problems are directly solved by living in an eco village. I think pooling together resources and um, getting land with your friends that you can actually own and uh, working together as a loving community to create a future and build things that you can literally watch be created and you can literally watch exist and like can see the existence of into the future. Yeah, and, and the direct positive results of your actions. We don't really live in a um, very sustainable world. So for me, like I'm never going to have biological children. So part of being able to be more sustainable and like having other people on this eco village have children and being raised in that way with at least the knowledge that comes with more sustainable practices. I think that that is a positive step in the right direction. I think another thing that a lot of people like feel from our current society and feel from like discussions that I've had with people for years and years and years about like how they feel about their lives is like really disconnected from uh, a, like a wider community like where you live not feeling like actually a community like you have a group of friends that you're hanging out with but like when you separate you have these separate lives and like come together to hang out with each other and it's like this duality of like I'm with my friend and spending time with them and creating a community or I'm like alone in my separate place yeah and, and like yeah there's definitely like exceptions there are small towns that have community there are cities that have scenes 
But I think by and large, in our culture, there's not a lot of place for that. People don't really know even what they're missing. Those scenes, those small towns, those communities are not connected in the way that a community of people that you love that are building a future together is. Well, certainly. But I do think that it does scratch the need for community maybe not as in quite as fulfilling in an amazing way but i do think that for people who have experienced that usually it's fucking amazing and you know why it's dope i think it's it's even more so for people who don't have that in their life who maybe don't realize what they're yeah. missing yeah community um i think you and i have experienced this and i think you know anybody listening to this can really uh, sink down into themselves and agree with themselves or agree that uh, it okay. agree with themselves, which is me. Who's Shut the fuck up. I'm going to, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to clobber the shit out okay. of you. All right. Um, Go on. <laughs> um, uh, like just see that the, uh, that community and community with friends and community with loved ones is genuinely like essentially the most fulfilling thing that humans experience like more than feeling fulfilled that your life is creating a positive impact or anything. The fact that like feeling loved by a community is essentially the most fulfilling thing that my body and my heart and my brain and my soul can experience. Right. And I think and for that's another thing that like our society is lacking a lot that an eco village really slurps up and and fixes yeah well and i would ask to people who don't feel like they've experienced that and don't know what we're talking about do you also like feel kind of empty sometimes <laughs> right because that's why yeah and uh, like no fucking you know no diss on you but like hit it up check out a community no diss on you but try giving a kiss yeah try giving a kiss you know your buddy Kevin that you like hanging out with? Give him a kiss on the forehead. Just say, I like you. I like, I like, I enjoy that we hang out. Hey, let's have dinner together. Let's get some people together and have like a dinner Hey together. Kevin, you want to make some sca- spaghetti bolognese? Yeah. I like to eat with you. I love your eyes. They're so pretty. Your beautiful eyes. Not trying to hit on Kevin, you know. No. I should be able to tell my friends that I don't want to hit on that their eyes are beautiful, Kevin. Yeah, we should be able to build each other up without people, you know, being worried about stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, and, like, I think you and I's vision of, like, an eco-villages community is so ingrained and so tight with each other mm. and so good at being love in a platonic and good way yeah. where we're like constantly supporting each other and constantly supporting everything that the other person wants to do. And everything that I'm trying to build is also benefiting everybody I live with. Right. Wow. How cool. Um, and like, well, you know, we'll also continue to dive into in the future, especially with deeper episodes about stuff like this, like what we see as systems to continue to build that love and community. Cause like, I know a lot of people hear that and they're like, Oh, well that's just not realistic. Like people just clash sometimes and have conflict. And yeah. It's you like, can't expect to love absolute, everyone that you have in your life. I mean, that's crazy. Like, absolutely. I, I have conflicts and clash with people around me. You know, me and Shosh get fussy mm-hmm. and uh, fussy with each other sometimes. Yeah, um, definitely. 
But the reason why we're able to work through that fussiness and the reason why we genuinely believe that a community that we live in could get through any fussiness that's happening between any individual people or any groups of people is because uh, we're really good at talking about our feelings. Yeah. Yeah, like as a community, you need Uh that. And not everyone is that good. I have friends that aren't, and it, you know, we, you have to set up places for them to do that. And, and you know what makes them better at it is doing it. And doing it and being surrounded by people who do it. And normalize it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Nonviolent communication. Check it out if you've never heard of that. It's cool. Or violent if you need to throw a punch. You know, go ahead and punch. Throw, throw them bows up. Every time. Every, yeah, fucking. I'm like, hey, shush. When you bought that, pr- when you bought that pretzel and didn't mind me a pretzel and made me angry, and then I punch at him and he blocks it, and it's like we get into a karate fight about our right. emotions. And then we stay on top of our martial arts skills, as well. So, as and it's, that's what we call violent communication. communication, right? Which has its place, you know. I think I think uh, like a final thing to address about like how we and everybody young, goddamn, hopefully feels about uh, the future and the world is that, um, oh my God, everything's there's a huge climate catastrophe, right? Yeah, if you live anywhere near forests. Uh, in recent years, you've been noticing that they're on fire all the you've time. You've been noticing that they're burning. If yeah. you've been living anywhere near the ocean, you've been noticing that the ocean is constantly spitting at you all the time. Yeah. If you've been living anywhere near rivers, wow, they're flooding a lot. If you've <laughs> they're been getting living really full of water. Anywhere near where there's temperature, you've been noticing it's hotter. It's wow, it's really hot. It's burning me in the body. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the climate catastrophe, you know, kind of tying into what we were talking about a second ago with, like, that future seems hopeless and the future of our society seem hopeless. And not only does the future of our society seem hopeless to a lot of young people, but the future of the way that our society affects the world seems homeless to a lot of, hopeless to a lot of people. I keep on saying yeah. homeless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopeless. Hopeless. Um, yeah, we'll fix that in um, post. Uh, we'll fix that in post. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is a shit. One second. I don't want the. Hup! Hup! You don't want what? The world to die. Yeah, right. That, like, yeah. The the climate catastrophe is looming over, especially everyone young head. I think a lot of older people are like, well, this seems a little naughty, but we'll get them in time. And a lot of young yeah. people are like. No, this is... The world is falling apart. Um, And nobody's doing anything about it. And, uh, and like, not only feeling that terror of, like, a tsunami literally and figuratively hanging over your head, but, um, like, the fact that 
it like as many conscious choices as you do in your life you start to realize i'm constantly throwing away plastic from packaging i'm constantly creating all these tiny impacts on the world that like means oh shit i'm making a negative impact on the world even though i'm trying to be one of the good guys i am also contributing to the destruction of the environment and the uh the world's climates and all these natural spaces right and i mean there definitely are people who spend a lot of time and effort to cut those even small like all those little plastics out of their life or whatever but it's takes so much of our time when you're living in a society that's like just throwing trash at you all the time it's not to say that it's not worthy i think that it's really great that people do that but i think that for a lot of people living a normal life it doesn't really feel feasible or like that would have to be your whole goal in in life and i want to have other goals like i want to live in a community where the default is not that i'm totally fucking shit up the default is that we have set it up so that we're living zero waste as much as possible without having to think about it and then i can think about all the other things that i want to think about in my life yeah i think that's something that's incredibly awesome about living in an eco village is or at least our ideal eco village we think about which is like that you are creating a society that is creating a positive impact on the world taking the land that you're stewarding and and changing that land to be more um abundant rather than less more abundant (laughs) and um you know, uh, changing uh, you know, changing the environment around you because you are a human that does live on this world. I don't think changing things is bad, but I think um, realizing that we can change things to be positive and and use our land to create food for everyone who lives on it, and, and also still be like a habitat for the animals that are native to that place. Yeah, and 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 uh, creating a lifestyle that isn't having an impact on the world that is negative just from hanging around in your house and heating it, but having a impact on the world that is positive and continuing to educate and change land and people around you to uh, try to create that same impact. Because, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to change things by telling everyone to recycle in the same way that I am having to overhaul my entire life the way I transport things, the way I eat things the way that I go to the grocery store, all these things are creating impacts everywhere and like changing everything about the way that I impact the world can create a positivity (laughs) create a little little positivity yeah it just frees you right up to not have to feel bad about the way things are I mean, you can still worry about it because it's not like you're going to be living in a separate world all of a sudden. Like, the world as it is will still exist sidelong, and you'll still be horrified about the climate or whatever. But you know, if a bunch a bunch of people started living this way, it does make a difference. It's like with vegetarianism, individually people don't, or veganism. You know, individually you're maybe making a difference for a couple of animals or you know, whatnot, but when you look at the movement of veganism and how as a movement it is actually impacting the fishing industry and the meat industry in a way that 
makes the oceans healthier to some extent. I mean, not completely, obviously. So many people still do it, but it does make a difference. Yeah, and I think that's part of our dream in, like, not only making an ego village but like you know doing adjacent things like working on this podcast is like trying to engage people with those ideas and like see that you can um you can change society and create a positive impact by not necessarily working really hard against the negative aspects of the system yeah like not and like not necessarily spending all your time f- just fighting the system or trying to fix the system but like make your own systems that work for you and the people in your life and as much as you can learn how to be self-sufficient from the system that is causing all the problems and then if less people are needing the system eventually it'll just dissolve like if if no one ever needed the system anymore it wouldn't exist the way if everyone was just farming all their own food like it wouldn't work the way that it works. It works because people buy in. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, think about how much weight would be taken off of our collective backs if we did live a lifestyle like that. Like, I would be not scared sometimes, secretly alone at night, and scared of everything. What yeah. a joy. <laughs> And this all, you know, this all that we're talking about seems, uh, you know, you're hearing this and you're like, wow, it sounds cool. Wow, it sounds tight. Well, it sounds tight. And then, like, at a certain point, you're like, that's too many good things that sound really nice about Nico Villages. This is too optimistic, right? Mm, yeah, like this you're is, a fucking this is idealist. This not going to work out. There's no way that that could be real. That's just a, like, utopian dream. You just... Um, you're, you're a dreamer. And you know that's where that's where we're trying to come in and be like oh no 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 sweetie good things a lot of good things can happen and it's fine (laughs) it's actually good when a lot of good things happen and you feel like they can which Mm -hmm. i think that we do um Mm -hmm. and like i think there's a lot of reasons why we feel super boosted in that optimism and it actually feels like something that we feel like can totally happen um because, you know, we have seen people and talked to people that are part of communities that do feel that fulfilled about their future and do feel like the future that they're building together works. And Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and have talked to people who, and, you know, have been in community experiences where we do have that type of communication and we are that open with people and we are that open about problems that we're having and conflicts that we're having. And that shit does work out when you actually have a good yeah. system of communication just, with people. We just trust each other because we care about each other and we all want what's best for our community and it works. Uh, what's our ideal eco-village? All right. Okay. All right, everybody. Let's, let's close our yeah. eyes together. Close, close them up. Let's go back into that mind palace. Mm. Um, what? Me and <laughs> God damn it. Um, what do you know? What? What do you, Shosh, and what do I as well? Because we're in the same collective dream. We're in the hive together. 
Mm-hmm. What, what, what do um, <laughs> what do like we see as our own eco village? Like we talked about all these positive aspects, but like what what are we seeing our own eco village looking like, and how that society is functioning, and how what it looks like, and etc. Okay, so like we buy some land, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And we start farming it. Is there a big house on the land? If so, we're going to live in Absolutely. it all together. Big house. Everybody lives there. Okay, so there's a farm. We're like f- farming it and growing as much food as we can. Maybe there's like a forest or some sort of like wild land type area that would be nice mm-hmm. for sure. Um, uh, water? I would like uh-huh. running water. Uh-huh. Some sort of water uh, on it. And um, maybe even we use that water to make electricity. Yeah! And mm-hmm. as well as we might have some solar, some wind, Whoa. or some thermoelectric. Do we have stoves in the winter? Because if so, you can hook those up with thermoelectricity. Yeah. Uh, we got a p- composting toilets where we're pooping, compost. and our poop Hell. is not <laughs> getting yeah. turned in into, wa- into waste. Uh, uh, then, like, you know. We're just figuring out ways to make enough money to to get the things we need Whoa. from society. What kind of ways? So what are we looking at? The- <laughs> Whoa! Well, one thing we've talked about is like making a cool Airbnb, Ooh. like mini hotel. Hospitality. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like you got spa. anything else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well. Um. We might make things. Some people, there's a community that makes hammocks and tofu. Hammocks, tofu, you know? fuck! Maybe we can grow some things and make some oh. things that we sell at, like, market. Oh. Does somebody make art that's cool? Oh. They can sell that. Art. Are, fuck. Are you... Ah, dude. Hell yeah, bro. Let's keep on going, yeah. man. Are you good? I'm good. I'm fucking good. Keep on you going. You seem a little too good. Keep on going. You seem almost Keep too good. Keep on going. Uh, Don't okay. stop yeah, now. Stop. All right. Uh, yeah. And like because we're a community mm. and we're all in it together and we're doing things as together. a community and we're super on the same page and we're all trying to support the community, we also understand that everyone who lives there, who we love as a part of our community, is an equal person Ooh. in that community oh, and no yeah. one's valued more than anyone else mm. and because of that any money that comes into the community say even if one person has like a profession that makes extra money um they feel like they just want to share that with everyone else who they live whoa, with whoa, 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 and whoa, hold up hold up we would just make whoa. it yeah what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. what that what kind of sounded like it's not fair Sounded like what? It's not fair. Are you concerned about how fair it is? I am. That's why I want to spread the money out equally amongst Uh, everyone who exists and contributes uh, to each other's lives. Being super awesome. That's why they're happy. But if I'm making more and giving it to people that are making less, that's not fair. I deserve to be better. But why? Is it fair that you're making more? Well, yeah, because it wouldn't be fair if I was making less. Oh. Why? Because you're worth more? Uh, 
your life is better, mm. worth more, more valuable oh. to society. I see. I guess I'm uh, come morning. Come. I guess I'm some sort of community communityist. You'd like to live in a a, a community. Yeah. Are you saying I wait? You were just saying that wasn't fair. But now you're saying you're a communityist. You convinced me. Change. You convinced me, man. Oh, cool. People feel like the number one roadblock to getting and living in a community is the money yeah, yeah. to do it. And while we have some ideas, but not a fully realized picture of how exactly we're going to get the land, we do have a lot of ideas about how once we have the land, we can use it to make enough money to pay our bills and make the lifestyle a reality and something that is sustainable. And we, we are going to talk about that in our next episode, our ideas, as well as what other people have done. And we're definitely going to address how to get land as well. But um, like I said, we're still trying to figure that out. So we'll, we'll talk about our ideas and what we've thought of. But we'll also be mostly focusing Money! on I feel like it's too much words. Like it's a gas. Too many words. That's what he's saying. Cool. That's cool. If you're listening to this and you enjoyed what you were hearing and you want to talk to us uh, about anything, you can email us at compostheatpodcast at gmail.com. If you just think we're cool, hit us up. If you have a community that you know of, uh, hit us up. If you want to tell us about something cool you discovered, do it. Hit us up. Email us. And if you want to donate to us, uh, we have a Patreon now. It's Patreon uh, slash uh, like Compost Heat Podcast. Patreon.com slash Compost Heat Podcast. Like and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, nice one. That's you got to be the first one with <laughs> I've that never one. Heard of uh, and uh, yeah, we also you can also go to anchor.fm slash compost podcast and you can donate through that yeah, as well. Donate. Um, you can, it's yeah, if you want to donate, man, like we we want to this make it so people can get land. I would, cash. I would like to contribute to local farming. No, I mean, it's it's non profit as fuck. We're not gonna profit? like spend it. We're looking to, you know, make shit happen with it. Make the podcast happen. Make cool community shit happen. And that's what we want to use the money for. So hit it, hit it up. We are living in a way where most of us have never met or made the effort to know their neighbors or feel lonely in cities with hundreds and hundreds of people in such close proximity. Things will only get harder and when disasters hit, the pandemic for example, people panic and resources are sucked dry so much faster because we do not rely on community. We cannot reach out to each other because we're not prepared to help ourselves. Community is not trendy or radical. 
It's a proper way to live, and we deserve to live this way. It's a solution, and we can all do it. Mama, 